Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today, our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, Southern senators, this is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the Congress. What's up, God damn it? What up, man? D-U-B, cops, you colors is back, baby. What's up? What's up with it, man? Man, ain't nothing, man. I don't know about you. I I just fired up when I heard that intro. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, nigga, it's about to go down. <laughs> oh, man. What you been up to, boy? Man, chilling, man. Living out in this crazy world, man, trying to make it. Yeah, man, there's a lot going on, man, since we've been back. But we go get into that later on, man. We just shit. I've been out here binge watching on this damn Netflix all weekend, man. There's a lot of good shit on Netflix. I'm about to cancel this cable because uh, they got some shit on here, man. I'm watching this shit. The Get Down, you watched it, right? Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, it's, it's a little show they got on there, man, about the 1977 birth of hip-hop in, in the Bronx. It's pretty funny, man. It's, you know, you'll everybody. I think you'll like it. Even if you ain't in the hip-hop, you'll still like it. It's a romance, comedy, drama, musical, all in one. Some good shit. But, uh, oh, man, shit, I'm tired. God damn, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. You know, just, just man, I've been out here, like, you know, as we, we talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, man. I had I, I shut my Twitter off because it was stressing me out, man. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm I'm really I'm really glad I did that, man. Because arguing with people every day, and you know, just even even when I'm not arguing with people, just just looking at the different things that's going on out here in the world, man, it starts to to, to take a toll on you, man, in society. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to let go of the Facebook for a week. Like, I didn't cancel the page. I just had to get off of it for a week, man. Because every day I get on there, you know, just like everybody else, they check their Facebook in the morning. I get an attitude because I see somebody else that got killed or screwed over by the system. I got tired of that shit. Like, I got tired of seeing it. Like, just, like, I don't, I just can't see that every day. Every day? Like, golly. That's not, that's not a solution to get it to stop. But your issue is with people refusing to see the truth. My issue is with I'm just tired of seeing it. Like, like this show first forty eight. Like I can't watch that shit out there. I get tired of people seeing. Got tired of seeing kids kill each other. Like I just can't take it. I can only take so much. But um, I think it was a well needed break for both of us. Cause uh, that's the thing. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I can't, you know, because I see them people on, it's bad on Twitter, man, because people just hide behind that, that technology and say what they want, which is proof within itself that racism is alive and kicking, but they still refuse to see that. It's like when black people speak on behalf of racism, we never say forget white people, forget these people, forget that people. We just say look at how our people are being treated, but then they call us racist. What type of shit is that? Yeah, man, I got called. I got called bigots. I got called ignorant. I got called all kinds of stuff, man. And I'm not even that type of dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like if, you, if you, y'all got called a bigot. I ain't never been called a bigot before in my life. I ain't heard that shit from different Bruh, I got added to, and I didn't even know how how they do that. But I got. 
I got added to um like a bigot list on Twitter. And, and I was like, I was like, what the hell is what the hell is going on? So Donald Trump on there, or is it you? Well, it was like me and a and a and a bunch of other black black people, man. You know, and, it was, it was, it was like, man, like you know, I, I I stand up, I stand up on facts. And then, you know, just to ask people questions, because I like to interact with people on, you know, different race relations, just to hear how people think about the situation. But it's like, a lot of the time, man, like, if you ask a white person anything about race, like, they, they go straight to the defensive and and start acting emotionally and start just reacting crazy, man. It's like, I'm trying to have an actual an actual conversation about something and, and that shit just don't exist a lot of times man so you know I, I that shit end up just I, I had to let it go man you know I eventually yeah. end up, I'll get back on it but it's like god damn that shit make you want to choke somebody man yeah you can't drive a uh, hundred miles an hour down a dead end street <laughs> you go crazy I mean, bro, I, mean I, 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 I post something on there you know maybe whether it's like Showing a picture of, of you know different things that happened during slavery and stuff, and, and people just come at you like you don't know your history. This is not this is not the real history, and I'm like, this shit is factual. Like this this ain't I didn't just make up this story. Like what the hell is going on? So I, it's just you know I I had to let it go, man. And I'm I'm so goddamn happy I did, man. I had to take a yeah, breath, man. Yeah, I posted a picture of a baby getting ate by a crocodile because they used to use little black babies for bait, for crocodile bait. You know what I'm saying? And the dude, I, I work with the dude. He jumped down my throat talking about why you posting pictures of this and this and that and the other. I said, wait a minute, man. I'm posting pictures of this because they didn't teach us this in school. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should have wait till they're 28 years old to learn their history. So yeah, I mean, what like, am I doing wrong? Where, where else you going to hear it from? You're not going to hear it in school, you know, but when there's anything they got to do with down there, black people, you hear that all day. They like to say, like, we don't invent nothing. And, I mean, like, when they say stuff like that, it's like common sense. Like, they act like a certain point in times in history, like when you were black, like you could just walk into the patent office. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't just walk into the patent office and fill out a patent. You was black. Yeah, so man. A lot of the stuff we, that, that we invented or had a hand in inventing, like they put their names on it. Like that's just that's 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 factual. Yep. Still making money off our shit today. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's man. how they do it. Call you a bigot, man. And it was the first time in my life, man. I've been called a bigot. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get to this. Yeah, kind of the bigot. <laughs> well, let's, get into let's get into this Olympic shit, man. Uh, Hussein Bo just won again tonight. Hussein Bo put it down. He got his third gold medal. Um, shit, his fast ass. Uh, your boy Michael Phelps over there. He won a gold medal. He won a he won a silver or some shit yesterday. Then he won a gold medal, but then he said Michael Phelps said he retiring. He got the most gold medals of any solo athlete in the history of the Olympics. So shit, he retiring. He said he said that before though too. So I mean Michael Phelps yeah. juicing. He on that. He on that. He on that Lance Armstrong shit. You know I I, I call Lance Armstrong <laughs> out. You know years before everybody. Before he got busted and all this shit, motherfuckers used to argue with me all the time and be like, nah, you know, he a cancer survivor and all this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that's why he juicing. I mean, it's just the reality of the situation is you can't you can't get older. You can't get faster. You know, especially when your body done been through some of the damage that cancer has caused. Now, I'm not saying that you can't finish, but for you to consistently win like that over people that's younger than you, like, that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's the same thing that's happening with Michael Phelps. But you know, I think the he Olympics, lost. like you know, they but they yeah. they they test them, but they keep the they keep the the um the samples for up to ten years, and I guarantee you, 
he's going to get busted after because, you know, they continue to advance the testing for it. And he'll get busted. They ain't going to care. But, you know, that that man, ain't he, he ain't winning like that, man. That man on something. You think Hussein both on something? No, nah, I, don't, I don't think he on something because, first of all, you know, he, he an African and he black. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that sound that sound crazy, but that's the reality. You know what I'm saying? Like his his genotype is different than a lot of people, which is allowing him to do that. But, you know, Caucasians on the other hand, I hate to say it, as far as athletically them being athletically gifted, like that's just not in cars. You know what I'm saying? That's why they got baseball and shit trying to make that shit seem like it's just a prime time sport because it lacks athleticism. But yet, you know, this motherfucker. I just found something out today. I didn't know A Rod made like five hundred million throughout his baseball career, and that shit pissed me off. I mean, first of all, baseball is extremely harder than it looks. <laughs> you keep saying baseball is easy. Baseball is hard, man. Like I'm, I'm saying, saying golf. Like golf I'm not saying. I'm, yeah, saying I'm not saying golf baseball too, players. But athletically, I'm not saying it's not a sport. Because you have to be able to be accurate and throw that ball. You got to be able to hit that ball. You got to be able to run. You got to be able to catch. You got to be able to do everything, man, to be a big-time baseball player. Now, should they make more than the NFL or basketball? No. Because right, we can. basketball, so, because now, wait a minute. So you just explained golf course, to me, though. You just explained huh? golf to me. That's the same. What do you mean? The same characteristics. Golf don't make more than it. NFL players. No, 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 no. I'm saying what you're saying, baseball players need. That's the same thing golf golf players need. No. It's the same shit. No. It's the same shit. No. That's why no, they that's why they can play 170 or 80 games or whatever they they can a year because it don't take a physical toll on your body. Okay, but it play, does take a toll. But it does take a toll. Not it don't take, a, it don't take a toll, not as much. Yeah, listen, man, listen to me. It's not, it's not a contact sport, okay? Baseball, I didn't make the game up, but I'm saying, like, I know baseball is not a contact sport, but it does require – a unique set of athleticism that everybody don't possess, which deserves some recognition and some props. If you're a good-ass baseball player, that's something that everybody can't do. You know what I'm saying? That, that takes skill. Baseball takes skill and finesse. You know what I'm saying? You I think can't it's just... something that everybody don't want to do, but if you take the time, then you can learn how to do it, just like you can learn how to be a pretty decent golfer if you take the time out to do it. No, not 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 a major league. I can't take out the time to learn to hold Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. No, wait wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you talking about the Hall of Fame players? Now nobody can be a Ken Griffey Jr. You can learn how to play baseball too, but you can't take the time out to learn how to possess the gifts of a Ken Griffey Jr. or a or fucking Roger Clemens, the accuracy of a Roger Clemens. Or the or the reflexes of an A Rod or or what's the uh, whoever the fuck I don't know the baseball niggas. The only uh, athletic position in baseball is that I can even give close to is a pitcher. Because for you to be able to throw the ball ninety some miles an hour, but everything else is this 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 that's just not factual, man. I mean, they probably it is. they probably they probably only burn they probably only burn like maybe maybe a hundred calories. The whole fucking game? Like, that ain't shit. That ain't nothing. Just because something is hard for you to do, that don't make it a sport. I don't know how to do no goddamn BMX trick, but that don't make it a sport because other motherfuckers do. I'm talking about the physical toll that it takes on your body, the shape you have to be in to to be able to do that. Like, it's just, so you don't you, think you got to be in shape? they playing baseball until they're 50 years old and shit. Get the hell out of here. So you, that ain't no sport. So you don't think, so you, don't think you got to be in shape? At 50 years old to play baseball? Well, as a 50 year old man, probably, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the average the average player, you don't have to be in top physical condition to play baseball now. I don't believe that. Yeah, you do. Bro. I watch a baseball, we can watch a baseball game together, and we can watch how many times they actually move throughout the whole goddamn game. The most moving they do, <laughs> they most moving they do is when they run from the outfield to the dugout. That's it. 
Yeah, ain't no baseball. I just sat here and said they don't deserve to make more than some other sports, but it is a sport and it takes it skill and physical, physical abilities that everybody can't do. Now you stand on third base all day, now you boy. All right, now you boy. All day okay, and don't okay. Do shit. I well, your boy Melo doing shit. something. Your boy Melo doing something over there. He uh, he on his way to getting his what third third gold medal. You say he don't give a damn about winning no ring. Yeah, you know, on the real man, like I I I Melo, my boy. You know, he my favorite hooper and shit. But you know, me being out here in this world. To see how that shit works, like I, after a while, I can understand why you probably don't give a shit no more. You know, when you start realizing <clears throat> it's more than more than uh, you know, just hooping to become a champion. Like that shit, that shit, you might as well. That shit got so many politics in it, man. Like it don't even matter. Get some money, yeah, I just stay healthy and do what you gotta do. I just got a message from ESPN saying that Melo said LeBron told him not to answer his critics. <laughs> I mean, don't nobody give a fuck about no goddamn LeBron, man. Like, everybody else do. I guess that's Look, king LeBron, of the league, man. LeBron is good at that politics and shit, and that's the only reason why he is what he is. As far as just straight hooping, like we all know, the guy talented and shit like that, or whatever. But he willing to go that extra sucker mile. Which everybody ain't willing to do. So once you willing to go that extra sucker mile, then you know what I'm saying you get them benefits. If somebody, if I was a hooper man, like I think my first three four years, I'll probably you know try to give it my all and shit. And then when I see that it's more to it than that, like they want you to dress like a sucker, talk like a sucker, can't say what's really on your mind, even if somebody that you you know you a better hooper than. You can't even go out and say you a better hooper than, or you gonna fall, you gonna foul out whenever you play them. So you know it's two minutes. That, that shit done turned into like you know WWE with a ball. <laughs> oh man, yeah. In my opinion, um, I don't think Melo should have said it. Like you said earlier, I don't think he should have just said that because now it makes him look bad, really bad. To, not that he cares. But it's just bringing unnecessary negative attention towards him and his legacy, legacy as it is. So, I mean, brother, if you're listening, I mean, just try to keep that type of shit to yourself. Because, you know, these white folks ain't going to let you make it. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, get your money, which is. Yeah, I'll say, like, you got your money. Keep You're still getting your money. Your family's straight. Just, you know, it ain't no need for any more negative attention. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you passed that. Like, you're not 25 years old no more. You know, you just don't need that on your plate. You know, I, I mean, I don't see why you would want that on your plate anyway. So, I, I you know, it's good. good. If you're going to be opinionist, if you're going to have your opinion, say say something about the state of black people or something like that. If you go, if you don't really give a damn, you know what I'm saying? That's what I would use my, my platform for. You know, because it's obvious if you, you know, you don't want to ring, you don't want to ring. But if you go use your platform and be honest, say some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Let them talk about that. That's what I would do. Like, I mean, Melo and Marcus Bennett. spoken up. He's spoken up, you know, recently here about black people. You know what I'm saying? I just think, I think the older you get, man, the more you get tired of jumping through them hoops. You know what I'm saying? I just think some people, everybody ain't willing to do that. You know what I'm saying? You already got your money. Your wife's successful. Your son got his little money going. I mean, after a while, it's like, look, I'm on I'm on hoop. I'm going to always try to hoop. I'm pretty sure he ain't going to go out there and just, you know, try to mess on purpose or nothing like that. But, you know, just to be winning the championship, like, I mean, we, we've already discussed, man, like it's more to it than, than just basketball. Everything they want you to do now, man, like – that's probably only 20% of winning the championship and being the champion in the NBA now is really only about 20% of your game. There's so much stuff. They want you to have the perfect image. They want you to do all this other stuff that ain't got nothing to do, that ain't got nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. Basketball. 
ain't what it used to be, man. I remember basketball, boy, it was can't talk shit no more, man. These kids, they just want the money, which I ain't mad at them, but they ain't letting them hoop no more. That's the thing about it. They not letting them hoop on the court like they used to. They not letting them, they not giving them the freedom to be themselves on outside the court, obviously. It's just, you know, they got they, they got their foot on their neck, you know. And the only way you can even speak up is if you were an elite player, you know what I'm saying, when they can't win without you. And that's only a handful, and they easy to control. But, hey, yeah, I applaud Melo for just keeping it real. Because at least, at least he keeps it real. That's one thing you can't say that you can't say about a lot of these dudes. Like LeBron, I mean, God forbid he come out and just say some real shit because he'll turn their ass upside down. But he don't want to do that because he don't want to mess up his money. But that's just my opinion. But anyway, somebody, another, another gang, another gangbanger, aka a police officer. I call him gangbanger. <laughs> that's my shit. You know, when I say gangbanger, I ain't talking about people with bandanas. I'm talking about people with badges. They gangbangers. Because when you kill, when you treat anybody hostile over a color, whether it's the color of their skin or the color of their clothes, it's gangbanging. Am I right? Yeah. It's a color. So, another gangbanger in Milwaukee shot this dude. They said he had a gun, though. Shot, shot this dude in Milwaukee, killed him in a in a um, in a foot pursuit, and it was two dudes. One got away, one got killed by the cop. Then they start riding and turning up and burning shit down in Milwaukee. And the mayor had to call in the um the national guard in Milwaukee to calm the situation down. This just happened recently, well, last night, and um they it was the body cam, the cop. They killed him, did have a body cam on, but the footage was not released yet for some reason. And I think it would clear up a lot of stuff. But they said the dude had a gun. And um, he told, they say, he, the cop told him to drop the gun, but he didn't. And he killed him. Now, in my opinion, if you got a gun and you're running from the cops and they do tell you to drop the gun and you don't, you're going to get killed because they got to protect themselves too. You know what I'm saying? And in my opinion, that's a righteous kill. Because if, if I was on the other end of the gun, if I was a cop, I'd, I'd shoot you too. You know what I'm saying? But until we see that body cam footage, and you know what I'm saying, but you can't believe these motherfuckers. That's that's what I'm saying. If you if you put a gangbanger on the stand, of course he gonna lie. Cause he a gangbanger. So he go he don't want to go to jail. He a gangbanger. He a criminal. So until he's proven, <laughs> so until that, you know, until that body cam footage is, you know, saw, because what's the purpose of them having them if we can't see? Especially if you're burning your whole city down, you should be, you should want to be able to throw the city some kind of light to the situation to calm their head down. So in my opinion, they got, they hide something. You can't, it's obvious it's been proven Time and time again, you can't trust them. So until I see this gang, this this gang banking body cam footage, I'm gonna assume that the young cop, because it was a young cop, 24 years old, he was working with the police for six years, so he's been with the, so he was 18, but he's been an active cop for just the last three years since he was 21. When he was, I guess he joined, joined the force when he was 21. So he was a youngster. My my guess is maybe he panicked. I don't know. But we'll never know until they release all the details. What you got? Yeah, which you know, I'm, I'm, we, we done seen this multiple times happen. You know what I'm saying? So I just wish before they ride in and, and tore up the, the city, that um, that they waited to to a little bit further so they could see the outcome, if whether you know what I'm saying the video gonna come out or not, because you know for them to just to, to just you know tear up the city now and they don't have any other facts. If they if they somehow do release the video 
and it shows that this guy was in the wrong, then they're going to be looking pretty dumb. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want our people to just be, just be, you know, acting off of emotion. I'd rather them, you know, react off facts. So, you know, I, I just wish they would have. And I, I really, you know, we talked about this before. Like, I know throughout history, especially throughout these last couple of years, that rise happened, and we know the reason why they happened. But, you know, I just I just wish they'll find a different way to take it out on the system besides riding and messing up the communities. Now, although they don't own a lot of those businesses in the community, like, it's still your community. So, you know, you're just going to end up at the, at the end of the day, you know, making it harder on yourself. So, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, what, what my views are on it, you know. I just I just think they should have waited, try to see to some more facts came out, and you know maybe they will release the, the 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 footage, although that don't happen a lot of the times, and somehow the camera breaks or some crazy shit. But I just wish they they would have waited, man. So so you know at the end of the day, we don't be out here looking crazy and violent for no reason. Yeah, because that's all they go show anyway. They're going to show the city burning, making us look wild when the game bankers is at home getting paid. You know, they don't care. It's all a part of their plan. So what are your views on riding? Riding, um, it's misguided. It is, but it's understandable. You know, when you get so frustrated and heated because you – in reality, you realize that you just have no power. You you were pushed in the corner, and you have no choice but to come out swinging. And nobody's gonna when you're mad, you you react instantly. You're not gonna get in your car and say you're in California and LA. You're not gonna get in your car and drive to Beverly Hills for a few for thirty forty minutes to hold that anger in. And then get out of there and start turning up shit. You gonna turn up shit right then and there. Yeah. So that's what people don't understand. Yeah, so, man, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I'm saying. Like you go, you go turn up what's close to you right then and there because you so pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Like when Rodney King got off the hook, you know, people in Beverly Hills was happy, so Beverly Hills stayed safe. You know what I'm saying? People in the hood was mad, so people in the hood tore up the hood shit. So you got to understand that the people that's, that's getting upset by the reasons that they are rioting or the people in these poor neighborhoods. So and then they feel like they ain't got nothing to lose anyway, so you can't talk them in the, stop, in the stopping. But in reality, it is wrong. It is a criminal act if you're going to be technical about it. It's an emotional act. They don't make it right. That just make it that makes it illegal. But when it's chaos like that, nobody can really just the police department can't just, you know, saying throw a whole community in jail. So you know, they they get away with it. But in the end they still losing. You double losing. You're not getting justice and now you gotta go way across town to get something to eat. You gotta go way across town to go to the auto zone. Now you put money in their community. So it's a lose-lose situation, and people just got to think more. You know, solution-wise, you just got to think. You can't be you, – you can't just overreact to a situation where the police officer kills somebody. You know what I'm saying? It might be a righteous kill. It might be. So you just got to give them that chance. If they're not giving you that chance, you have to take certain nonviolent actions to demand that chance and go through the channels to – to see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Don't take no for an answer. But the last thing you should do is tear up your own hood. You don't want to tear up your own hood because that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to help us fix it. You know? Even though we don't own it. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, it's still in your hood and it's going to make us look crazy because you know that's how they're going to show anyway. You know what I'm saying? So. I just don't. In this situation, know. oh, go ahead. In this situation, I mean, uh, Milwaukee. Um, from the from what they said so far, 
It seemed like a righteous kill by the cop. It seemed that way since the dude was armed and wouldn't drop his gun. If what they say is true, then you can't really get too upset at that, you know what I'm saying, unless you're his family or something. But if not, that's what I'm saying. If not, because you can't trust them, they lie so much to avoid, to avoid, you know, taking responsibility. I understand their pain. But until you get all the facts, don't explode just because, you know, just assuming that one cop is like every like a lot of other cops. That's not a fair. That's not a fair. You know, that's not a fair decision. You know, so just try to take it easy out there, people. I'm gonna pray for Milwaukee. Um, just be safe out there, y'all, and just stop. Just go home, everybody. Just stop what you're doing and let and you know let time, let time, you know let time tell the facts and get this shit all out. You know what I'm saying? Before you start freaking out. Oh, and it ain't too late. Just go home. So what you got? Well, I was just going to say, man, I don't know how many more times it's going to happen. You know, like, I mean, whether it's um, in some people's mind right or wrong, the fact that they are riding, like, I mean, it seems that we're on pace, man, and having to ride like every four or five months for something or at least some type of um, some type of issue where a majority of, you know, urban communities, feel like they have to come together to rise up against the police department. And, you know, I just, you know, we got an election going on, and you can hear something about Donald Trump all day saying something crazy. But, you know, you should see right now watching this election that they're not trying to address any of our core issues. So, you know, I just I just don't know, you know, what, what else actually has to happen before, you know, this can even be talked, can be talked about and conversed about so we can start seeing some type of progress in one way or the other. You know, I mean, we, we're coming to a point in time, in my opinion, to where, you know, it's either we need something's going to change for the positive or something's going to change for the negative. But, you know, we need to know where people stand on these issues. And until we have that, that type of conversation, it just seems to me like it's going to get worse. Yeah. We have to. There's no leadership out here in these streets, man. Like, no black communities has any form of leadership organization to try to control us and try to guide us into a better path. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, even with, say, like with Tookie, like they said, with he was a gangbanger, of course, but in the earlier days, you know, like, if they would shoot somebody for Tookie, they would, you know, they would listen to him and clean the house for him. They would, you know, they would clean up their neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, there ain't no OGs no more, not even on the criminal criminal level. There's no, the parents are so young, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no grandmamas, big mamas out there really just taking control of, each, of our people, you know what I'm saying? There's no leadership. You know, ain't nobody out there really demanding that respect and nobody to look up to. It's like say you in Milwaukee, like who do they have in Milwaukee that can that can just hold court and be like, No, don't burn nothing down yet. Let's take you to the city hall and see what the hell going on with this footage and we'll know if this was a righteous kill or not. Like, there's no leadership. Nobody wants to be a leader. Everybody wants to be a follower, and they see somebody else turning up shit. So they think it's okay. Like, no, it's not okay. Like, you need you need somebody, somebody strong, somebody that's not going to sell us out to that can demand your attention and respect and let you know and let you guide those decisions of what not to do. Because these people know what's right from wrong. Trust me, it's just that they have no body to help guide and control, teach them how to control that anger. You know what I'm saying? You can use anger in a positive situation, in a positive manner. Because when you're angry, you're motivated. You know what I'm saying? If you're motivated to burn down a building, you can be motivated to, you know what I'm saying, to do something positive such as, you know, go door to door, um and and can stop and stop people from burning up buildings. 
you can stop people from you can organize a neighborhood watch you can organize in your own neighborhood within your own community you know what I'm saying so there's no leadership you know everybody's just reacting you know what I'm saying there's nothing guided there's no guidance at all and that's a problem that's something that we lost or you can say they took it from us but who you got for song of the week bro we gotta go in the break uh, we're going to go in the break. Um, we're going to play Wide Frame, Live Young, Die Rich. Once again, that's Wide Frame, Live Young, Die Rich. It's two colors. We're going on a break. See y'all when we get back. Them young, die rich, I hope they understand I live fast life, I hope they understand My circle tight, never snitch, I hope they understand They don't understand they can't understand. Make one thing clear, I'm the power bird. Cause I'm killing tracks, ain't no coming back. Got killers round me like Connor. It's one thing that I do possess, is the impeccable intellect. I'm the bridge, gotta make connects from my actions. I earn respect, my delivery ain't like the threat. Gang test, how they testing me. Close friends turn to enemies. With family, you make memories. Even then, you gotta watch it close. With Walker County, raise the cut though. But I'm kind hearted, I cut though. Mama introduced me to gun smoke. To this day, I gun tote. No top five, what I aim for. Where I'm from, we don't give up. I'm from Texas, ain't no game show. So you playing with? Little fast lock, keep that strap on me. I'm Chapo, no amigo, no act. Al Pacino, who get rid of people? Don't test my ego. Them young, die rich. I hope they understand. I live the fast life. I hope they understand. Pray my homies never switch states to the fam. They don't understand. They can't understand. Them young, die rich. I hope they understand. I live the fast life. I hope they understand. I'd be surprised if I ain't competition. Every mission on the beat is a demolition. Boys can't see, but it could be vision. Cause I'm killing shit. That's real shit. That's a clear picture. Saying that he real, but ain't real with you. Gotta cut him off, can't feel it. Doing what I do for my circle. Hating on me, it ain't perfect. I charge the game, tell me out here who be rapping like Frank Down to the socks, Gucci the name, paying respect The homage to Biggie, the words is polished, the game and need me Passing the knowledge, more money, more problems Bro told me get it, and know that I got it Had a black mask, can't see who got it Ride with the top off, they don't understand why I'm so clean I'ma hit the stage while it's sold out Got a group singing like Billy Jean It's in my heart to rap the south, but I'm in Cali on Chilling with Wiz on Khalifa, smoking on cheese, counting cheese Them young Die rich, I hope they understand. I live a fast life, I hope they understand. A circle tight, never snitch, I hope they understand. They don't understand, they can't understand. I pray my homies never switch states to the fam. They don't understand, they can't understand. Them young, die rich, I hope they understand. I live a fast life, I hope they understand. Like who is that again, man? Just wireframe, man. Live young, die rich. Live young, die rich. Yeah. That's what's up. All right, today's topic we got the state of the black union. Well, why are we here and where are we headed? You know, as in general of our people. So why do you want to talk about this today? I mean, because, you know, I'm constantly analyzing myself and, you know, my way of thinking and, you know, the people I have around me. And, you know, man, I mean, it it just gets, to me, I don't see any improvement really going on. You know, I don't want to say any improvement. We got baby steps here and there. But, I mean, we have to start coming to a point, man, where we got to realize we're in this situation because we keep looking looking for – 
for our enemy to have some type of empathy for us. And, you know, throughout all the time, throughout all the history and everything that's going on, like, I mean, it's, it's clear to show that at some point in time, we have to stand on our own two feet and make our own moves and do things for ourselves and not worry about how we're looked at in, in other people's eyes and start, you know, building our unity together, keeping our family strong. I mean, although we, we have, you know, several instances throughout history to where we were treated poorly and, you know, things was, was happening to us, that's no excuse for us. On the other hand, when to, you know, whenever we have a child to not take care of the child or for us not to instill certain qualities into our children. So, I mean, you know, if we don't, if we don't fix that, you know, and where we are now, then I look, you know, forward down the line, maybe another five to ten years, and I don't see any significant change. And I, I'm talking for, for just, you know, not the black politicians or not the, 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 the upstanding, I guess, black people that's living, you know, a great life. Like at some point in time, we need a larger majority of our black community to, to, to wake up and understand that, that it's more that we can do. And, you know, until we all get that type of mindset, I mean, I, 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 it just looked real bleak for our future, in my opinion. You know, educationally, we need to step up. You know, we need to start taking onus on, on, on certain things that, that we have in our control. But at the same time, we need to realize why we're in this situation. Now, when you do those things, realizing why you're in those, while we're in this situation, they just give us the knowledge to know how to operate and the people we need to watch out for. But at the same time, we're bettering ourselves and our families and our communities. So, so you know, that's why I wanted to talk about this because I just feel like right now the path that we're on where we continue to ask our oppressors or enemies to have empathy for us and to treat us a certain way is is getting us nowhere. So yeah. we, we, just, we just really need to wake up. And do more. Yeah, I think to to make headway as to further as to make it stronger is it gotta be education. I mean, knowledge truly is power. Now I know we I know we poor, I know we don't have a lot of resources, but everybody once again I've said this on so many shows, everybody has a computer in their pocket. There's no reason for you to be ignorant to to so many situations as we are as a people. You know what I'm saying? We are distracted by social media, fight videos, gaming. Not saying that we can't enjoy ourselves, but I'm saying those things were put in place to distract us from the fact that you have the keys to knowledge in your pocket this whole time, you know what I'm saying? Once you learn about this system and how it's actually screwing us over, the ins and outs to the game, you can't win a game unless you know the rules. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Like, you've got to learn the rules and learn where you are in this game so you can be in, so you can be effective. That's any game. It's just like life. It ain't no different. So you have to educate yourself as much as you can, whether you're young Especially if you're young, but even if you're old, you know what I'm saying? If you're 30, 40, 50 years old, and it's just something that you don't know, or you might say, oh, I'm I'm 40 years old, it don't matter no more, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, you can't be effective once you learn this game, because if you're 45 years old, I'm pretty sure it's somebody that's going to listen to you that's younger than you. You know what I'm saying? If you tell them straight facts, then that's going to stay with them for the rest of their lives, regardless if it's a lot or a little. Like, you can educate yourself. You have to get out of the slave mentality as of being educated and knowing something is a bad thing. Like, no, it's not. Like, it's, it's a lot of people that's going to say, well, I ain't got that mentality. I like, like, no, no, like, no, because if you had that mentality, you would understand a lot more rules to this game called life than you do. I know everything, cause I damn sure don't. You know what I'm saying? Like not not even close. But I can say that I'm trying to learn a little bit every single day as I go along, something new, so I can try to break that cycle 
for my kids so I can teach them something when they get older. You know what I'm saying? When they get older, they're young now, but when they get older, I want to drop some knowledge, some facts, something that's going to withstand the test of research and get their, get their mindset into a mindset of I want to know more. Like, is this true or why is this happening? Like, I want them to be inquisitive and I want them to stay inquisitive. Black people are, in general, are not inquisitive because we're so distracted. Are we so distracted because we don't have a lot of money and don't have a lot of resources. That's true. I understand that because I'm in the same boat. But if you can pay that damn phone bill, you can pick up your phone after you listen to True Colors. And look up some of the stuff that I'm talking. Just look up the educate. Just look up the public school educational system. Just look up the the public school to prison pipeline. Just look up how they do our kids. Look up the school budgets. Look up that type of stuff for the schools. Just look up the schools. Um, school lunches. Look at what your kids are eating. Like look it up. Like look and see what they're doing. Because once you learn this type of stuff. You, you're not going to be able to ignore the questions that's going to just naturally pop in your head, and you're going to want answers. If you're a parent, if you if you have, if you're a decent human being, you're going to have questions, and you're going to want answers. So just look these things up. Don't sit there and get comfortable and assume that shit is going to be, it's just going to get better, or it's just going to get, are you just complacent? No, because you're not educated. To what's going on around you You know what I'm saying And it's even harder because They keep changing the rules as they go So you gotta stay on your toes These people are 10 steps ahead of us They over there in Florida making new viruses And putting it on the news Like this is just popping up out of nowhere Nature will not create anything That nature itself cannot cure So if they gotta go into a laboratory And all this stuff To cure something Then that means they went into a laboratory to create it, you know what I'm saying? At some point, people, common sense is going to have to take over, and I pray every day that that's the case for our black people, you know what I'm saying? You got to wake up and educate yourself. You got to learn this stuff. Like, it's not hard. Just research stuff. Just research. Just check it out. Like, whatever you want to learn about, education, the prison system, um, redlining, uh, housing, like, why, why do we live in the areas that we live in. You know, these are the questions that I have. You know what I'm saying? And I look up, look into it and see the type of games that they play with us. And you will be quite intrigued and want to learn more. And then once you learn more, you can change it. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody is different. It, you know, you might not care because you got money. But if, say, you educated and it's like, damn, they doing this? Like, damn, they doing this? You might know somebody that knows somebody that can change it. But until we are educated, the blind leading the blind, you know? Going back to Milwaukee, if these people have the proper knowledge of the situation at hand, then it might have been a completely different situation for them in the whole city, you know? Like, you you know, knowledge is truly power, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be corny or cornball or trying to counter, trying to, you know, trying to counter people's anger, but the more you know the more you grow, you know, and that's just a fact, you know what I mean, because, you know, two years ago, I didn't know enough to do a podcast, I didn't think about doing a podcast, because I didn't have the information or the knowledge that I have now, and who's to say what we'll be two years from now, you know, to have a TV show, I don't know, but I'm going to keep learning, just in case that day comes, I'll be prepared. And because these people keep changing the game up, you know what I'm saying? Like, the stuff that you might find out now might not even be in play right now. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, how cold-blooded they are. So. I think I, I think we coming to a point in time, though, to where we can't really play the middle ground anymore. You know what I mean? You know, when I talk about the state of the black union, I mean, you know, what are we, what are we looking at for the end game? And it's it's... it's Really, two different ways that the end game can play out. You know what I'm saying? The the way it's continued to go now and the motion are going out of control, you can do the race war thing, which, you know, I don't recommend. Or, you know, you can do the whole trying to conform to the system thing. 
which I also don't recommend that either. But you have to find a way to to where you know mentally what side you're planning to be on. And, you know, when we when I say race war, I'm not talking about go out here with a gun and that ignorant and, and, and dumb and, you know, cause harm to anybody else. No. I'm saying have a mentality to where when you're in certain situations with certain people around you, you have to understand how these situations can play out, why to play out this way, and, you know, just have a mental mindset going into to every situation that you put yourself in. You know, I'm not the best person in the world. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I recognize every time I step into a, a certain environment or a certain area or if I need to get certain things accomplished, that it's a, a certain way that you have to do these things. And and that's that's what we need that's what we need to start doing. You know, my my son is starting school here in a couple of weeks, and with my son doing that, I under, I understand that my son has to has to learn that education system. But I also understand I have to direct my son and infuse my son with the knowledge that I've gained as well, to where he can understand and operate without hurting himself and understanding who he is as a man. So so. That's, those are the things that we need to start instilling in our family and ourselves and in our younger generation, whether, you know, you're just talking to a brother or a sister that's younger than you that's lost. I mean, a lot of the time, man, like you said earlier, when you was when you was referring to the, to the Milwaukee thing, like we don't have a lot of prominent leaders for everybody to look to, but you can consider yourself a leader to people in your environment or, or children that's underneath you. You see a, a kid doing something wrong? Tell them. You know, I mean, that's 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 what we're missing a lot of the times too. Like, we don't like to get involved in every situation or certain situations anymore, just because we feel like you know when you have a certain image, that that you know it hurts your image. But if you see a young brother or a young sister doing something wrong and you just happen to come across them, you can tell them. I mean, that that one conversation that you have might change their life. You know, and that's what. That's why I try to focus myself on and, and what I'm trying to do with myself every single day. If I run into a brother or sister that needs help, I'll try to help them. If it's some, some brother and sister, sister that seems approachable, that seems like they're, they're willing to learn anything, whether it, it, it can be the smallest thing that you know. You know what I'm saying? Like you can drop some knowledge on people, and I think a lot of people be very surprised that 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 we're willing to learn we just need someone to teach us. And once you can, you know, once you can get comfortable or, or when you let your guard down to someone that, that, that looks like you, that talks like you, have tattoos like you, you know, or, or you know, or any other type of person that, that, that you can feel you have some type of resemblance with and they tell you something and this person is somewhat of a successful person or upstanding individual, you see they're not compromising their integrity, like people are willing to listen to that. And uh, and the way we're going right now to where we have we we have no no black people really willing to do that and they only really want to talk to a certain class of black people. Like that's why you see the lower half of black people riding and acting out. So I mean with the, with the state that we're looking at now and the the way I looked at it from the outside looking in and also, you know, just be being part of the black community, although we have been forced in this situation and a lot of the stuff that happened to us, believe me, was unfair. It was illegal. It, it started us off, you know, four or five hundred years behind, behind you know, our, our other ethnicities in here in America. There's no reason in my mind that I feel like we can't overcome it. You know, we're some of the strongest people in the world, so therefore we just have to start using our brains more and and realize, like, you know, our money matters, the way we raise our children matters, the jobs we do matters, our reputation matters. You know, you just have to start holding yourself to a higher integrity and you'll start seeing things work out for you. It worked out for me. It worked out for, for, for you, Dub. It worked out for my, for my boy, Sadie J. It worked out for you. You just got to hold yourself up to a higher standard and realize before you make a mistake or before you take action, how is this going to affect me in the future? How is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect my community? Is this action going to get me to the point I want to be in life? Because if you're not progressing, then you're hurting the community. 
That's what a lot of people don't realize. It's not staying stagnant. It's not going backwards. If you're not progressing in some type of way, whether it be mentally, socially, financially, you're hurting the community. So we just need everybody to step their game up, man. And once we once we get that going and we can drop this knowledge on people and they can drop knowledge on us and, and we start seeing our brothers and sisters come together, then it'll help us out a lot. And we'll start seeing this change. But right now, the way everything's going, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing good enough change to have me satisfied with my own brothers and sisters and and our fight that that we constantly do. You know, because me and you, we, we come on this podcast every week, and, you know, we, we drop information and we try to tell people how to handle themselves and carry themselves not like we're perfect, but just the fact that, that you know, we're, on, we're, on, we're, we're constantly trying to evolve as humans and people and black men just in general and raise our families the right way. So, you know, we just need more people like that, man. Yeah, man. Amen, my brother. So, we'll end the show on that note, man. I couldn't say it better myself. Shit. Education. So, in a solutionary conclusion, education, self-awareness, common sense, and in progress. If you're not progressing, you're not doing nothing. So, we go... One thing too, uh, we gotta stop making excuses for things that's inexcusable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we done been fucked over and all that shit, but some things that we do, there's no excuse excuse for that. And you know, the reason why I'm talking about this now is because, like I said earlier, we have to start looking at ourselves and stop worrying about how 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 we look to other races. So we gotta stop making excuses for things that's inexcusable. Yeah, because yeah, that's true. Because a lot of people have this idea about African Americans as as a negative. You know, the Italians, even the Jamaicans, um, the Jews—they look at us as a negative, and it's our job not to give a shit. <laughs> you know, it's our job to lead by example and show them. That's not who we are. You know, we can't care about yeah. what they think. You know, we, we can't point the finger back at them either. We just got to continue to try to learn more so we can better ourselves as a, as opposed to, okay, say the crack epidemic. They gave us the crack. You know, now it destroyed a lot of us. But now we know the consequences of that, so now we have to learn and choose alternate routes around around this war on drugs that's against us, you know, as an example. You know, we have to lead by example. We have to educate ourselves. We can't be distract. We can't continue to be distracted by nonsense that they throw at us because we're not distracting us ourselves. They're distracting us, you know, and they're, they're doing it for a reason because they know together we're undefeated and they can't do nothing with us. But yeah, on that note, man, this is True Colors Podcast. I'm Dub with Cop. Shout out to Teddy J, Dust Spot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. True Colors Podcast on Facebook. Um, we're going to get a new Twitter page set up shortly. Um, follow me, Brandon Haywood on Twitter. Butterman um, on, on, uh, at Butterman23 on Twitter. I'll post a show on there for you. And um, Kyle ain't on Twitter no more. <laughs> Take that break, baby. <laughs> Kyle ain't on Twitter right now, but you can follow me on Twitter. Like I said, Butterman23 on Twitter, Brandon Haywood. I'll put the show on there. I'm going to get back on Facebook tonight, and I'm going to put the show on Facebook tonight. But we out this bitch. Yo. Today our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it's southern senators, this is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. 
It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the Congress. With Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.